This week, we're learning about a career in game design. Welcome to Declassified College, a podcast where we give you all the cheat codes needed to pass this level in your life. Each week, we share three short episodes filled with clips of our interviews with students from across the United States and occasionally an interview with an industry expert to answer all of your questions about attending university. College can be what sets you up for a prosperous career, or it can be the four years that when you look back on it, you wish that you did it different. We're here to make sure that you have all the information so that by the time you walk across that stage, you're ready for the so-called real world that the boomers love to talk about. My name is Justin Wynn, and it's about time we declassified college. So in this section of A Career In, we're going to be going over what it's like to actually be a game designer. Game development is exploding right now with Fortnite, Warzone, Valorant, all of these different games that are absolutely killing it on Twitch, YouTube, etc. What it's causing students to really want to go into is game development because they're playing these games, they're loving it, and they want to be a part of that actual machine building it. Now, it was really interesting when I asked these two individuals about what their day-to-day was because one works for an indie development and she actually co-founded her own. And then the other works for a large corporate game development company called EA. So here are their two responses. And it's scary how similar they are, even though they work in two completely different and opposite portions of the industry of game development. Surprisingly, there's actually lots of meetings. Communication is really key to any successful development team. Because of that, I normally start my day with a stand-up meeting. It's a meeting where we normally go around the group and talk about what we completed the day before, what are we working on now, and what we plan on getting done for the day. We also talk about blockers that's stopping us from doing our work, and we work with producers to address those. After that, I get to work. Normally, my work consists of creating and maintaining documentation for our games and products, designing game mechanics or features. I also work a lot with creating rough wireframes and mock-ups to design things and how they should look. Well, outside of the pandemic throwing my normal routine off, my day generally consists of a morning meeting followed by documentation or implementation of the game systems. There's a lot of talking with people around me in other disciplines. There may be several meetings in a day, or I get the day to just work hard and knock out all the tasks I have on my board. Occasionally, coffee breaks and a lot of design discussion with almost everyone. Generally, it's very, very fun, a lot of interacting with people, but it is a lot of hard work, a lot of brain-racking problem-solving. So that first clip is from Deanna Galbraith, and she is a game designer for 302 Interactive, as well as she started her own indie development studio called Capitalite Studios. And in the second clip, you heard from Brandon Kidwell, who's a game designer at EA Sports. And it's incredible that even though Brandon Kidwell works at a billion-dollar corporation and Deanna works at an indie development studio as well as a smaller studio called 302 Interactive, their day-to-day is virtually the same. This is super interesting because in other fields, usually what tends to happen is when you're working for a smaller startup or a smaller company, you tend to have a lot more tasks and you're dealt with a lot more responsibility because there's less employees. 
But it seems that in the game development world, because it is so siloed and that your job is very specific to one specific game that you're working on or one specific task that you work on, whatever it may be, your day-to-day is essentially the same. And it really evolves around working as a team to solve that problem and then figuring out the coding behind the actual game design. Now, with both Deanna and Brandon, they both went to and graduated from university. And we all know university is great, but it always is that one thing that we wish university taught us. And for Deanna, it was this. I wish school had taught me a little bit more about usability testing. Um, It's something that uh, really get involved in in industry. Uh, User testing is very important in game development and any product release, really. It's always good to get insights and feedback from people who are actually going to play and use your product. I think this is a great clip from Deanna. And even though Deanna is talking about it from a game developer, game design perspective, I think this one tip can be used for a massive amount of industries, mainly in the creative industry. In the creative side, especially me, since I'm a content creator, we love to think about it from ourselves. We're like, oh, this is an amazing piece of content. And then we put it out and nobody watches it and nobody likes it because it may have been amazing for us, but if it's not amazing in the person's eyes that's actually using it, then it doesn't necessarily really matter. And I think schools really put, they don't really do a good job of showcasing this because you don't really test a lot. The only person that you're testing in school is if your professor likes it, but not necessarily at massive scale. And in the creative world, if you want to make a living, whether it's game design, whether it's marketing, video, anything like that, you have to please the masses because they're the ones that are going to be paying. It's not just going to be one specific teacher. So as we're getting closer to the end of this episode, I wanted to ask Brandon one last question of what he would give in terms of advice to students who are graduating today. So in the past, I have answered questions like this before, and my advice generally stays the same. Show integrity, be diligent, be humble. The work rarely comes to you, you have to go to it. There's a phrase, plus ultra, which is Latin for go beyond. I frequently push this concept of plus ultra because great things required the ability to go beyond the norm. If you ever seen the anime My Hero Academia, you'll get it. I'm not sure if you caught it, but that middle section that Brandon just talked about is the most important thing that you probably need to learn in school that they won't really ever tell you, which is opportunities won't come to you. You have to go and find them. And that's what I'm going to leave this off with. Because if you don't get your grind up, if you don't get out there, if you don't go out and try to find those opportunities, you're never going to find it. And you're going to sit there blaming the world. When in reality, the blame is on yourself. Because there's so much competition out there. Whether you're just a recent college student or you just recently got laid off because of the coronavirus, you have to go out there to find those opportunities. They're not going to come to you. Another day, another cheat code, and you're on your way to defeating the level that we like to call college. If you've liked any of the cheat codes that we've given out, please hit that subscribe button and give us a review on iTunes. Each review helps us grow and make sure that more people learn these tips. We love to hear from you all, so make sure you check out our website, www.getchogrindup.com, and follow us on all social media platforms at Get Your Grind Up. That's G-E-T-C-H-O-G-R-I-N-D-U-P. So until next time, peace.